On today's episode, the First Three Knocks team reconnects. You're listening to the First Three Knocks, a Masonic podcast in the District of York, where we discuss topics for the betterment of masonry. The opinions discussed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not represent the views of Grand Lodge or any other Masonic body. Now, here are your hosts. Good morning, brethren. Coming to you from the Aurora Temple in Aurora, Ontario, Canada. I am Worshipful Brother Bert Tellier, your co-host, past master of the Rising Sun Lodge here in Ontario. Sitting with... And I'm back. <laughs> He's Co-host, back. Co-host, Brother Gino Scovio. I'm happy to be back, guys. Yeah, we missed you. Yeah. We missed you. You've been busy. And our brother, Master Mason, ah, Stephen Sprott. He's the Master Mason. <laughs> He's been now. busy. He's I've been, been busy. busy. Yeah. yeah. Our, uh, our illustrious producer is now a Master Mason, and uh, we'll get into that a little bit. So, guys, it's been a while. We, uh, we've had a lot going on here as we move into February 2020. Hard to believe. Yeah, the first mm. month is already blown by. Oh, it blew by. And uh, the three of us have been extremely busy on our private avocations. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a lot to catch up on, I would say, since uh, since we've been away for a while. And we've got a lot coming down the pipe. Really uh, exciting yeah. sort of lineup of, of topics and guests coming down the pipe Can't as wait. well. Can't wait. So I guess to, to kick things off a little bit, uh, what the heck have you guys been up to for the last little while? Gino. Well, I mean, uh, number one, I felt like I was sick for like the last two months, <laughs> right around Christmas time. Uh, uh, some kind of bug virus hit me, and uh, it was just put me on my ass. But um, we got through it. And yeah. in addition to that, um, as a realtor in the business, um, our spring market starts as early as January, believe it or not. And it's a pretty crazy time right now. So trying to just get through uh, not feeling 100%. And uh, having a lot of business come down the pipes that we knew was coming in the new year, um, it's just been go, go, go. Yeah. But uh, I'm feeling uh, 98% oh, you're good almost now. There. I'm feeling good. I got my voice back. I got my color back. I yeah. got my appetite back. Uh, work's been, again, kicking my butt, but it comes with the uh, the territory. Nothing and, to complain uh, about, though. Nothing to complain. I like staying busy. I mean, yeah. you know, it's when I got nothing going on, which is rare, that uh, I really just bang my head against the wall and says, what do I do now? <laughs> but again, I've been missing you guys a lot. Yeah, we you miss know? you too. It's like uh, we talk about it in other episodes of just you know putting your suit on and going to lodge. We certainly don't dress up to to get together to chat, but it's just uh, it just again it brings joy to me and it's just yeah. nice to get here and I feel chat like with we've been. Guys. A, I mean, we it's only been a couple of weeks really since we've released an episode, yeah. but uh, just in our personal lives, being so busy. I mean, how many times do I message you guys a day? Probably six oh, to well, 60, again. 70 times a day. <laughs> and and like for that. the past couple of weeks, we really haven't had much communication at all. Just because I haven't of been able to keep lives, up so. with all your dings again, going back and forth. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll figure it out when I sit down with you guys on Sunday. But uh, yeah, no, we've been busy. We've been uh, getting things going. Again, Steve, you've been lining up some amazing yeah. guests that we're about to uh, in, inform everybody what's coming down the pipes. We even got posters now going out. Uh, Bert, you've been busy. Newsletter, yeah. yeah. You've been traveling the States. Well, yeah, we have lots going on there. But um, before I jump into that, I, I, I kind of want to press you a little bit, you know, because it's been a, a new chapter and adventure for you now. Oh, you, geez, you're now yeah. sitting in the junior warden's chair at the Rising yeah, Sun Yeah, things are serious. Like I said last time after installation, you know, I think once you get into that role, it's serious. Um, I mean, not that it's not for all the other positions, but like it's real, you know, yeah. uh, third guy in charge is, is so to speak. Um, 
uh, preparing meals to have and enjoy. Um, the first one I felt uh, I didn't give you guys my best because I wasn't feeling well, so I did a quick Italian pasta dish for you. But uh, the last time, I believe, oh, uh, made up for this it. This past week. Oh, yeah. yeah. What was that? that? Was awesome. what was that? It was a lamb chop. Yeah, we did, no, we did lamb shanks. I lamb uh, shanks. started them at 9.30 in the morning lamb and pulled shanks. them out of the oven around 4.30. And uh, I, again, I love food. Uh, I love to eat. I love to cook for lots of people. I've always told my wife one day I want to open up a restaurant. So I've been testing the waters with my little side catering gig yeah. serving my brethren here yeah. maybe, and I uh, think it went off pretty good maybe I do need to uh, start affiliation you, you know, should the affiliation actually, process you know how Uxbridge <laughs> always claims best meal in York uh, district they claim that I'm going to yeah. uh, I'm going to challenge that this oh year. we got Very a challenge good. oh yeah oh, all right we'll see we'll maybe see maybe a better regular meeting though <laughs> our installations oh, and that, official visits you can't beat that uh, their roast beef <laughs> that they have it sounds like he's challenging salmon. You, well Gino. you know I'll take that challenge but uh, it is hard to beat it's delicious their their catering crew that they get there is amazing um but we got some stuff up our sleeve this year yeah. we got a new facility across the park here that uh, does uh, some fine dining and i'm yeah. gonna see when it comes to our bigger um events you know if we uh, if we set it up and do it right we'll have a beautiful place right across the park to go and enjoy a nice fancy meal and then mm -hmm. we'll walk over and get to business and and beautiful and historic aurora beautiful i was gonna <laughs> try to do taken. that <laughs> Dueling mares here now. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> Challenge. To Challenge accepted. Uh, that's well, great. They're the armpit of Durham, though. So they can <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. It's getting personal now. Wow. Well, well, we'll have to talk to uh, Don Kemble and uh, Chris Wilson on that. I'm sure they, they'd appreciate I, I it. I think I just lost my Zara Death hugger, right? <laughs> they might not be hugging you next I'm time. I'm going to get high-fived if I'm lucky. <laughs> so, so Gino, how's the, how is Junior Warden? I mean, you guys did a double degree this past yeah, week. Yeah, we did. We got the, That was the first degree team of the year. Um, uh, Worshipful brother Mark Ogley decided uh, he's not going to throw us to the Lions in January and kind of give us a, a chance to really prep and get ready. Um it was, uh, for me personally, it was really cool to do that part in our ritual, yeah. sitting as the junior warden. You know, I've gone through it personally on the three degrees that I've taken. I went through it as the deacon doing the work, you know, bringing the brother yeah. through in the EA. Um, what was funny was in that ritual part, you know, when the deacon kind of helps the candidate out, I remembered that role so distinct because I just finished it <laughs> and I kind of wanted to jump in and do that part for him. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's not my a, role. you're in a different role. Wait, <laughs> hang out. But uh, it was a lot of fun. I think we did a pretty tremendous job, in my opinion. Again, we had a lot of uh, new guys sitting in new positions, so it was all brand new for everybody. And uh, like I always say, you know, learning in the sports world, especially in the cheer world, when the spotlight's on, we shine. And yeah. in, in rising sun fashion, we certainly, I think, uh, delivered, I think, uh, a great degree to the candidates. Both candidates were well prepared and excellent. And again, um, it was very nice to kind of help and mentor them as well. Yeah. Get them ready because... I must uh, feel pretty good too because yeah. you put a lot of effort you know, it, into mentoring the It's teams. rewarding. It was nice just to have the exchange afterwards. You know, the text has sent them a quick little personal note. Say, hey guys, well done. Mm -hmm. You guys are doing good. Now on to the next work. And then they give you a little bit of praise saying, well, we wouldn't be there if it wasn't for you. And I'm like, no, I, I won't take that credit. You guys put in the work. I just helped guide you along the they way. And the that's steps. the whole thing, yeah. right? But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun uh, sitting as junior warden. It's a different perspective. I kind of have one step up, yeah. right? Get a little bit of a different view. Although that, uh, that uh, DFC there, 
Uh, I can't see past him. I'm a, I'm a shorter guy. He's like right worshipful brother Scott Rickman oh. sitting at the director of ceremonies, and he's a big guy. And uh, when he's standing, uh, brother Scovio can't I'm, be seen. I'm about three inches shorter, these. so like they're like, is brother Junior Warden even there? Yeah. Well, yeah, we were looking yeah. around him the whole time, and uh, brother Junior Warden. So we got to maybe move his chair like you know eight inches to the right, about just so we feet. get a good view. That. Or I need a really big, you know, um, what, phone book. Do they even make phone books anymore? <laughs> that, yeah, that chair could use a little uh, boost, maybe. Yeah. Well, it's great to see you in that role. Uh, you do fantastic work, and, and you've done a brilliant job mentoring the guys as well. So, so this past Thursday was really special uh, for me personally, sitting as the the past master, just enjoying the evening. Yeah. You know, watching you guys do your work. You guys are you guys are dialed in. Well, you did a brand new piece too. That final charge. The How charges. That? Yeah, it was. That it was, was like again brilliant. Well, you know, I've been on the road for yeah. uh, several weeks in January. I was really gone all of January, and I was in uh, I was in Houston, I was in Nashville, I was in San Diego, and Central Cal Southern California, um, working through the weekends, and and uh, I perfected my uh, my charge while I was driving. Good time in, the car in those and uh, car rides, and hotels, and, and hotels. hanging out. A lot, of, a lot of me time, but <laughs> I, I spent a lot of time working on that one. So it was it was really a, a fun charge and. You know, like like masonry, of course, right? It, it's all designed mm -hmm. at the right time, uh, and that that charge, particularly for me personally, had an impact, like all of masonry does. But you know, when you spend a lot of time working on something, it it comes back sharp in your mind, and uh, that was as expected. No no big surprise. I got another aha moment coming from that that awesome. charge as well. So that was really a lot of fun to deliver. But um, yeah, on to uh, on to new. New uh, territory, I guess. Yeah, huh? the yeah absolutely. Sun. Now yeah. you went again to the states. You said you were going to try to get out to different lodges. Were you able to connect with no, anybody out there? No, I, I know. Again, you're always on the go, real yeah. busy. It was tough to even think about those things. But well, I did reach out to a couple lodges in Texas and California. The the challenge I had was their lodge nights. Yeah, didn't, didn't line up perfectly for for my trip. So, uh, you know, I had really ambitious Masonic goal to get down there and do some visiting, and uh, I didn't get it done. I brought my, my apron and uh, my paraphernalia so I could do so. And I really just dragged it around the country for a few weeks is, is <laughs> what know, I was something doing. Something tells me that you'll be out that way again for work oh, yeah. and you'll find those opportunities now that you know the nights that they're meeting and yeah. I'm sure that you're going to go and pay uh, pay a visit. To, of and, course. Uh, you know, That's always the thing. I mean, I travel a lot for work too. And I, every time I go somewhere, I always look up what the lodge nights are in that area. And, you know, it just never works out. But yeah. you, hopefully you stumble on that one time that does once in a while or plan, if you can, plan a trip around being able to get to a lodge meeting and all that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's one thing I learned, again, in some of my travels is I always, I again, I don't certainly plan my family vacations around where I can go and visit masonry uh, lodges and such, but even when the meetings aren't there, and if you've made a, a connection, I'm just going to see the building, you know, yeah. seeing kind of the character of, because they're, they're all very different, especially in the States, like every state, every little area, very distinct differences, very distinct characteristic differences of the building and what some are very, very old, like ours here, and some are kind of newer and newer, you know, in the last like 80 years mm -hmm. or 50 years and <laughs> such. New, yeah. But uh, <laughs> even if you weren't able to attend a meeting, just to get in touch with them, um, you know, go out maybe for a drink with a fellow brother because they're always happy to to oblige and yeah. just get a tour of the place, right? And that alone is like just a, a special one-on-one -on -one that you get to do. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's awesome. Look uh, forward to when you are able to connect yeah, and well, get there we'll, and see happen. some pictures. It'll happen. And lots of traveling coming up as well. So 
Brother Sprott, you um, have had a lot going on as yeah. well. You've been traveling, and uh, a little something happened in the month of January. It did. Update us. Yeah, on the on January twenty first, I was uh, raised to the sublime degree of a master mason. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, really great experience. Honestly, it uh, it was very humbling. Uh, I think it was the most uh, more impactful degree out of the three. Um, you know, you start with your your first, and it's all new to you, and you're excited, and you don't know what to expect. So that, that's really exciting going to your first degree. Um, second degree was really great for me. Um, it was an official visit, and I knew a lot of the guys from traveling, so it was nice to have everyone there. It was a huge crowd. Um, I have an awful memory. <laughs> I don't and, believe and, that. And, and I find that hard to believe. I don't believe yeah. that. And. You know, to sit down and study and be able to pull off my, uh, you know, my work flawlessly for my second degree was a big accomplishment for me. You know, I was really proud of myself awesome. and um, I understood what was going on a little bit more because I understood the the language kind of that we speak and, and the flow of the work. And um, so that was a really great degree, too. And then you get to your third degree and it's just so impactful, you know, the message behind it, but also everyone that showed up for that degree. Um you know, I've been out traveling a lot. I, I do the podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a lot of guests on the show that I've, I've become great friends with. So, you know, to have that support and have all those travelers come in and support me, um, you know, looking around the room, you know, these are all my friends that are doing yeah. the work. So it's so much more impactful. Every, uh, you know, every, everyone that was delivering a piece of work to me, you know, I was actually friends with. And, um, and that's really impactful to have, you know, that support. Because your first degree, you don't know anyone. It's yeah, just very exciting. Second degree, new. you're getting to yeah. know people. You know, you might have a couple mentors that help you out, and you you meet some people. But third degree, like you've really established those those friendships and those yeah. bonds, and and for them to be um, delivering such heavy, beautiful work uh, is just so impactful. And the nature of the work itself, right? Um, so it was re- very impactful for me, and, and so exciting, and uh, a lot of reflection. Yeah, in that degree. Yeah, it's a big one. That uh, that is typically what happens, of course, by design. Is, yeah. is you're now on a full reflection as you've gone through the three degrees, and you know you just raised a point that I think is really relevant for new masons, which is you in the district are very well known because of your work on the podcast, because of your work in your lodge. Um, you go to attend a lot of lodges, and you know a lot of people uh, for somebody who's relatively new in the craft, but that effort that you put in comes back to you tenfold of course and i think that's of what course. you experienced and you know that's sort of a that's sort of a maybe a challenge to to masons out there new masons um is to put yourself out there yeah. and and to do the work and show up uh even when you don't know what the hell you're doing yeah it's the best thing you can do is show up and participate because like you just explained the experience you get back from it is tremendous having your friends deliver work to you uh, there's nothing cooler in the world, man. It's so meaningful, too, when you travel around and you meet people and they take the time to travel. I mean, Uxbridge isn't a close lodge for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's kind of out in the country. It's a country lodge. And to have people travel from, you know, close to the city, places like Maple or, or wherever, uh, to travel out and give you that time. You know, they're dedicating that time to you. And, and uh, it's really exciting. You know, it's yeah. uh it's great. Well, we're going to ask uh, Worshipful Brother Chris Wilson to uh, do uh, another degree, maybe do a, a <laughs> confer the uh, third again so that we can be there. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. maybe, you know, as, uh, and I missed this one, but when you guys sat with uh, Worshipful Brother uh, Don Kemble and uh, Worshipful uh, Brother Satpal uh, Shiger, 
I like the idea of the virtual lodge. Yeah, for brethren yeah. that can't make it for you know ailment or whatnot. So maybe we should kind of fast forward a little bit in the future. And well, they do do virtual do lodges in the things, states. Right? I, I know uh, one of the other podcasts, whether it was uh, I think maybe the Winding Stairs or something like that, uh, did a podcast on virtual lodges. Maybe awesome. it was Masonic Roundtable, but uh, they do ha they do exist. So yeah. yeah it's so they have to do the possible. hologram lodge. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, about probably, I'd say 40, 45% of the people who attended uh, my third degree that night um, were visitors, which that's you, know, awesome. you look back and again, I'm just awestruck by it. Um, and then also the phone calls that came in all day. Yeah. You know, very worshipful brother uh, Michael Redman gave me a call and, uh, you know, he said, Oh, sorry, I can't make it tonight. You know, I was really looking forward to making it and all that. You know, I never expected a phone call from him. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, Bert gave me a call. There's a, a bunch of people from other lodges that either sent me text messages or, or called. And, um, you know, so it just goes to show you the great fraternity. Everybody's always thinking about you. Yeah. And, and um, it's very humbling, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, have they got to you yet? Are you, uh, are you now sitting in a chair? Are you senior actually warden. junior warden? No, he's got senior warden. He's taking master senior warden. Next year. He's next year going to master. I was hoping they would see the amount of work that, that I'm doing outside of the lodge and they wouldn't ask me, oh, you know, no. wouldn't pressure me to do too much inside the lodge, but, uh, no, they haven't asked me to do anything yet. You know, we just had our installation and, and some really great people were put into, you know, the chairs. Um, and our, I'd say our, our lodge is very healthy in that respect where we have a lot of young guys coming in, Great. um, and they're all passionate. They're all very involved with the lodge and, um, you know, so we have a, we have a really good lineup and I'm sure next, uh, next installation or in a couple weeks or so, <laughs> they'll ask me to, uh, you know, hop in and do some work. Um, I've been reading my new little black book, ah. you know, and, and just, uh, kind of, Memorizing the parts that I like, um, not that I'm being asked to do them or anything, but I, I, I enjoy the work and, um, you know, so I've been sitting down and kind of reading that and trying to memorize some parts that I enjoy. So, I mean, Excellent. we'll see, we'll see. I'm sure it's coming Yeah, <laughs> as it always is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, <clears throat> the other, uh, the other part I wanted to kind of ask you about is you were traveling for work as well. Maybe tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So immediately after my, uh, third degree. Uh, a couple, well, a couple days later, I flew out to Vegas for work, and I was sitting just at a uh, a lounge at uh, one of the hotels, and um, I was with a couple people from work, and I was getting up to leave, and in walks uh, a gentleman wearing a scarf, and on the scarf was a square and compass, <laughs> and this is my first encounter with. Uh, someone outside of the district or outside of masonry, really, you know, I'm not going to uh, a lodge meeting or, you know, I'm just seeing somebody in public. Okay, and, uh, yeah. you know, I, I kind of frantically thought like, oh, how do I approach this guy? Do I do? Like, you know, I, how, do I, how do I ask a question? And, you know, how do I find out Did if you he's really a Mason? grandmother? And, well, I was, yeah, I was going through my head and, you know, should I, am I asking him, you know, how old his grandmother is? And like, you know, so, uh, no, but I, I just, I was getting up to leave. So I, I just walked up to him and he was walking up to a big group of a table, big group of people, probably seven or eight guys. Um, and I just walked up, uh, up to him and I said, Hey brother, where are you traveling from? And he immediately, you know, clued in mm -hmm. and he said, Oh, uh, I believe he said he was from, um, Masonic pride lodge, whatever number, um, in Ohio, I believe it was, um, huh. can't really remember, you know, all the thoughts rushing <laughs> yeah, through my yeah. head and, you know, when you introduce yourself to someone and they say their name and you immediately forget it and, you know, <laughs> um, 
But uh, yeah, so he, I told him where I was from, and then he said, "Oh, these are travelers as well." And he points to the t whole table of guys, you know, oh. the seven or eight guys. So I went around the table shaking everyone's hand. Oh, and, hey, how experience. you doing? And, you know, I wish he had come earlier so you know we could have chatted, but uh, unfortunately, I was on my way out. Did you start uh, throwing out the podcast cards? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I should have though. I but uh, yeah, I mean, it was a really cool experience uh, immediately after getting my third degree to meet someone out in the in, in public and and kind of you know sharing that moment not that we chatted for very long but uh you know it's more hey how you doing nice mm -hmm. to meet you enjoy your you know enjoy your time here but uh really cool experience and i hope i have a lot more of those <laughs> awesome i had uh, a similar experience like that uh, just yesterday in fact i took my daughter for lunch here in uh wonderful historic aurora uh we went <laughs> to the mercury diner and uh, again, right across from where we were sitting, I noticed an older man sitting there with a nice royal blue ring and the square and compass on it. And I said to my daughter, and she hates when I say stuff like this, I, think, he, I think he's amazing. And she, <laughs> and she knows where that's segueing to, right? Yeah. You're going to go talk to him, right, Dad? I'm like, yep, we're going to be here forever, aren't we, Dad? I'm like, no, oh, five minutes. Five minutes to an Italian is like three hours, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, sure enough, on our way out, we did. Uh, I stopped and said hello and introduced myself. And uh, talk about a small world. Uh, he's a member of the Rising Sun who I've never met. And I believe he was talking about one of the last things he has done here in our lodge was receiving his 25-year pin. Uh, and his name was um, Brother uh, Blake Williams, uh, initiated in 1970. So wow. when I discovered all that stuff, I thought, wait a minute, if my math is all right, and yeah. I think it's pretty decent, that, that makes him 50 years of Mason this April. Wow. So it's just nice, again, when you recognize those kind of symbols, you and know, reach out. So when was the last time he was at Lodge? What did you say? He said it, the last time he recalls being at Lodge was receiving his 25-year pin. Oh, that was the last time. Yeah. When, uh, so he hasn't been in 25 years. No, he hasn't for a while because I was naming a few fellas, and you guys will, will totally get this in a second. I was like, you know, do you know Right Worshipful Brother Scott Rickman? No, I can't say I do. <laughs> uh, even like a very well-known uh, Bob Butler, Right Worshipful Brother Bob Butler. No, it doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> Bruce Bellows. Oh, I know Bruce. I know Bruce. Yeah, everybody knows Bruce, right? <laughs> no, Bruce so is very worshipful brother, Bruce Bellows. Old, so. Oh, that's exactly yeah. it, right? So, yeah, it was nice. We shared a couple of stories. His wife was there. He uh, asked my daughter if she wanted to join Eastern Star, and she was like, nope. yeah, no, I'm not interested <laughs> right now. But, again, for her, she's only 16. Yeah, she's got yeah. lots of time to figure it out. But, again, it was real nice, and he was very pleased that I took the time to stop and say hi. And uh, I told him, hey, doesn't matter that you haven't been for a while. If you'd love to. Come on back. You're a brother. And not only are you a brother, you're a brother in our own lodge. I'd be happy to pick you up and bring you. And he turned to his wife and said, and that's why I still love masonry. Yeah. See, honey? You know? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we shared stories. He told me about um, uh, his uncle taking him to get the 32nd degree. And uh, he said that... Uh, we were on our way up to Barrie to get the, the 32nd degree, and it was our first drive up, and my uncle yells at me, stop the car, pull over. What's the problem? Pull over, pull over. So he made me pull over on the, the side of the 400, and at the time back then, <laughs> I'm sure it was crazier than it is now. It's yeah. a pretty intense highway. Lots of accidents and things happen on there. Anyways, long story short, uh, the guy stopped the car to confess that the only reason he wanted him to come up to be a 32nd is because he kept needing a ride up to Barry. <laughs> and I said, well, that's the Masonic way, right? You just, you got to tell the truth all the time. Yeah. It's part of it. Yeah. He goes, yep, no, that's exactly it. But I'm glad he brought me out and I had no problem taking him up there because I thoroughly enjoyed that whole, you know, uh, that whole uh, Scottish right yeah. side. So it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, again, real nice to see, uh, you know, a 
fellow brother out in the public. Um, and I was and of your lodge. Out. Yeah, that's, and that's of my incredible. lodge. Like, yeah. talk about the, yeah. the small world that it was. And between, you know, I don't know how many guys you get out to your meetings, but between, let's say, 20 guys, one of them's bound to, you know, offer their assistance to go oh, pick yeah. them up or drop them off and you can alternate. I mean, uh, Brother Eugene from our, our uh, lodge, he can't drive. He's older. Yeah. He's in his late 90s. And he lives in Port Perry, which is, you know, 20, 25 minutes away. Yeah. So for... And everybody's happy to pick them up, drop sure. them off at the end of the lodge. You know, it is 25 minutes there, 25 minutes back for the person living in Uxbridge. Totally but, worth but, the time, though. Uh, to right? have him there yeah. and have him be present, and, present, and he still does a lot of the work. Yeah. Um, I shared know, it's, with it's, uh, Brother uh, Williams that uh, we have uh, uh, Right Worshipful Brother Bob Butler that still attends when he's able to. And, and Right Worshipful Sir is 92, 93 years old. He's up there. And, uh, and I told him, um, as, you know, often is the case, just like in our last meeting, you know, I think Bert picked him up. Yeah. And then about three quarters of the way, it got a little bit much. You know, he got tired and stuck and asked uh, Right Worshipful Brother Scott Rickman if he could uh, exit the laws. And, and you know, Take he just, uh, yeah. again, didn't interrupt ritual. Yeah, but yeah. at the appropriate time, he said, Worshipful Sir, uh, Right Worshipful Brother Bob Butler is a little bit spent. I was wondering if I could excuse myself and take him home. And so I told uh, Brother William, if you can't make it through a whole meeting and you need to leave sooner, like, we'll make it happen. Yeah, we'll course. help you of get course. there. Like, again, mm -hmm. that's what it's all about, right? I know but no person fantastic. in my lodge would be hesitant to do something no, like not that. not at all. Yeah. And that's just a little piece of, you know, helping each other out, a little aspect of how we do that. But, yeah. I mean, there's so much more that we offer to each other and such. So Yeah, totally. you, you raised a really interesting point there, Steve, in, re in regards to picking up some of the older brethren and the drive out and the drive back. Um, so I've picked up Right Worshipful Brother Bob Butler several times, and it's one of the things I really enjoy. He lives near my house, so it's not it's not a long drive. But I really enjoy the opportunity to connect with him personally because he has some stories. Totally, yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy was a uh, right worshipful sir up in northern Ontario as well, and, and as well known in the Sudbury district and all, all that area, as well as down here in the south. And uh, every time I spend time with him, he's got a nugget. Yeah, you <laughs> learn some something. Nugget, yeah. Yeah, some nugget, and it's, and it's like, and he, he obs he's sharp, he observes things, he, you know, he's making comments on the, the ritual work and the things that could be better and the things that were done well. And, I mean, how valuable is that time? Yeah. It's just Absolutely. us time. Just well, in masonry in general, I mean, I think we value our elderly members so much. Oh yeah. You know, and it's uh, you know they do have so much knowledge and yeah. so much to learn. And well, I from. think for uh, right worshipful brother Bob Butler, also it's a special time because uh, one of his uh, own people he sponsored is also sitting up in the east. And I remember when he came Mark, yeah. in uh, the January meeting, it was nice to see Bob there. And uh, he's, I wouldn't miss this meeting if my life depended on it because yeah. this is the first meeting Mark is sitting up there in the East. And that was nice. And what's cool is, although a bit intimidating, I have to say, <laughs> uh, they sit on the junior warden side. So I have Bob Butler right to my right and then Scott Rickman right in front of Bob. So, I mean, I get lots of uh, corrections. Lots which is of great, nudges. But you know what? I welcome it. It's all stuff that, again, I'll just absorb and take it forward and pass to the next guy. But uh, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to talk about our membership in our lodge, I think we're down now because we've just lost a couple brothers this last week. It was a tough week mm -hmm. for us. Yeah. Um, I think we're back down to just under 50 members, like 48. And on Thursday, um, I counted 21 Rising Sun members. Oh, that's great. Uh, we didn't uh, have any. Well, we had a couple guests come from dinner. Mm -hmm. Uh, for dinner, um, but we didn't have any visitors that particular night, and I thought we are so close to 50% of our membership showing up, showing up, 
Mm -hmm. And I think it's, again, the culture we've created and just always doing a lot stuff together yeah. Yeah. that has really brought the newer guys that have come up. I mean, again, I, I, I called, uh, I don't know if I'd shared this with you, but uh, our four EAs that have been preparing and working together through our mentor program through, with their sponsors took the time on their own. Yeah to get together by themselves and, study. and continue their studies yeah. just to help, I guess, get them in and not that and they had expect to be perfect, but just to perfect their work. And uh, I got a call. Uh, I was meeting with them on, I think, a week ago, Wednesday uh, in, in the evening, just to go over some final steps with them. And they called me Tuesday and said, uh, you think uh, like we can't find a place to, to study ourselves and the four of us want to do it. And can I borrow the key? And I said, yeah, of course. And I immediately called and told on them, but in a proud manner, like you gotta, like this just blows my mind, yeah, right? Awesome. Like these guys are eager, they're there. Yeah. But again, it's all about being together, helping each other. And that's what really builds the bond in a lodge. I mean, 100%. yeah, you sit in a lodge an hour, two hours a, a month, but a lot of, for, and which is really important, you know, the work that's being done in there and, and all that, but uh, you don't really get to know the person beside you on a personal level, sitting in a quiet lodge, yeah. watching work being done. You have to be outside the lodge and converse in those ways, have meals with them. And, you know, you guys are really good at doing Christmas events where you rented the uh, the skating rink and you guys went and did that. And, you know, to build those bonds outside the lodge, yeah, that's what keeps special. people that's, coming back for lodge, for the for the meetings. Right? That's the added layer to masonry, I think, that we offer that uh, now includes our families, our friends, mm -hmm. you know, not just masons, not just the guys. And, and when we get to do those things together and our others, our significant others, our, our kids see, you know, the tightness that we have, again, it really is just showing them the extension of family and that, uh, you know, even if uh, we're long gone, they're still going to be well cared for and overseen and looked after. And so it's, it's really nice. Really yeah, nice. if you walk into a lodge and, you know, your, your brother's children are there and they're calling everyone in the lodge uncle, you know, something's yeah, gone, you know, exactly. you're doing something right, right? <laughs> and that's awesome. Um, and going back to, uh, again, losing the couple brothers uh, this past week, um, I'll share with you what happened out of that. So we lost uh, brother Michael Anderson. He was uh, our chaplain in this lodge. Fantastic. Great Mason. guy. All Masons yeah. are pretty awesome, but... I really got a, a chance to, to get to know Mike very well over the last couple of years, helping him out. Again, a senior member, um, often needing to go to doctor's appointments, jumping in as best we could to offer assistance, having a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with him, just mm -hmm. visiting and hanging out. Um, he was blind uh, in, in his later part. Uh, he had both legs amputated. Talk about a guy that's gone through a lot. And even and in the his last yeah. few days, you know, he still had his little bit of pep in him and, you know, he very much was uh, going to be missed, going to be missed 100%. Um, we also lost Frederick Browning as well, mm -hmm. who we had the wonderful opportunity last year to go up there to give him a 60-year pin, which yeah. was awesome. Very happy to have been a part of that and see that. But going back to uh, Mike Anderson, uh, we did a memorial service at the request of the family. And out of that, and we didn't do it for any of that reason, but out of that, two guests, well, Two guests inquired about masonry. Mm -hmm. One joined us for dinner to see what it was about. Oh, wow. And uh, another fellow was just apparently walking by. It was very much in trying to inquire about it. Mm -hmm. Saw our doors open. We all welcomed him in. He joined us for dinner also. But like, that's not what the service is for to certainly get people in. But when you do it right, and it exactly. has that lasting impact, they see from that public side, it's like, 
this is something special here. And yeah. it shows that we care, right? We're, we're all there and we're all Absolutely. in regalia and it, it, we're there in numbers showing our support to the family. And, and that's what we're really there for the family. To, yeah. And, uh, you know. Yeah, I think we ended up having uh, 21 or 22 Masons attend that one, which is wow. impactful for the family to see. Of course. And, and the work was done well. Yeah. You know, it was well organized. And that's important, yeah. Very important. Uh, and it has an impact because it becomes very personal. And I think that service is extremely well written. Uh, of course it is. Yeah. Um, and we also went out to uh, Trenton and um, for uh, Brother Frederick Browning's memorial service. And this was on a Tuesday at 2 o'clock, so a very short notice. And called on at the last hour. Sunday yeah. night late, we got the call. Yeah. And um, uh, we're going to have a, a guest on uh, shortly here, Right Worshipful Brother Bill Thompson, who is the Worshipful Master in uh, Quinty Lodge number 69 in Frankfurt, and uh, reached out to him. Um, he immediately reached out to the brethren in that area, uh, and they had 10 guys show up wow. for that memorial service. So, you know, we, we had an impact on uh, it, not knowing any of these guys either. And they were very proud to participate and, and be part mm -hmm. of it. So, uh, yeah, it was a little bit sad this past week losing losing a couple of guys. But um, that is the how it goes. I think, again, speak. when we experience those, those losses, uh, believe it or not, it strengthens our connections and builds mm -hmm. our bonds even tighter. And so, again, it, it really is uh, unfortunate to have those experiences, but it is part of life, you know. Yeah. It's it, part of the totally. reflection. It's part of the reflection. Yeah. And, and again, uh, for uh, Brother uh, Frederick there, um, just amazing that uh, at the last hour, another lodge who may not have even met this fella, just the fact that he's a brother. Stepped up. You know, again, stepped up, were there. Um, and again, it was real nice. And I'm sure... Uh, I know, again, when we went and did a 60-year pin presentation, I could see the impact it left on his family oh, and yeah. on him personally and his wife. And so I could just imagine how uh, as much as they're going through such an emotional roller coaster at mm -hmm. that particular time, how much that meant for that 15, 20-minute uh, ceremony. Yeah. Well, his, uh, his son approached me afterwards to uh, join Masonry. There you go. After right? that experience. And uh, thankfully, uh, Right Worshipful Brother Bill Thompson was there too. Because he um, offered to take him to Kingston, because he lives in Kingston, and uh, tour some of the lodges, yeah. so you get a sense of it. So they're, you know, they're just Masonic. Yeah. That's two way. services with people seeing that impact, yeah. how much it meant, um, and again, uh, Brother Frederick was very much involved. Um, he was, he was proud. sharing. Yeah, it he was, was proud. You know, he talked to his daughter and and his yeah. wife at that service and. That us coming out there last year really had uh, yeah. a big impact. You could on see, them. you could see that one hundred percent. They, he was he was very proud to uh, have been a mason and and uh, share that with folks so so it's uh yeah it's a little bit of a challenging time but we move forward and uh it's been great to reconnect with you guys this is certainly a lot oh, of yeah. fun to, so to get back, to back in the studio here two weeks has felt like yeah six yeah, months. i know <laughs> yeah. i know well yeah. i think like i said we got quite a bit lined up in the near future we got a lot coming down the pipe let's talk about that for a minute let's uh we've got a ton of interviews coming up um, we've got a right worshipful brother Bill Thompson, who's a past Grand Senior Warden from Grand Lodge, and, and many other things. He'll be joining us. We have right worshipful brother um, Leonard Felt, who nice. is uh, going to share his Masonic experience and uh, talk about the observant. I'm looking lodge forward to that one as well. Stratford, which is a really kind of cool topic that we'll be covering. I've had good fortune of connecting with uh, most worshipful brother Ronnie Groshaw, who uh, has agreed uh, to come on the show. 
So we got to get a, a time that works for him. So I, I'm sure he's got a, a few thousand <laughs> stories he could share with us. And then, uh, Brother Sprott, you've been very busy working uh, working some channels. Tell us about some of the upcoming episodes. Well, we got some new gear here in the studio. Mm. You know, we've been wanting to make some external phone calls and re record some phone calls with, uh, you know, some interviews with some people. Um, so, you know, why not reach out to, to some more notable, uh, you know, more high-profile people? Um, so one of the people we re re recently reached out to was uh, Brother Johnny Royal, which uh, is the producer of two really great documentaries. Um, first one is the Masonic documentary called 33 and Beyond, The Royal Art of Freemasonry, which is a really great movie. It uh, goes through each degree and kind of what it means, what it stands for. Um, me being a, a new Mason, just getting my third degree, um, I haven't really sat down and asked anybody you know, too much about what the Scottish Rite really is, what the York Rite really is, what, what you know, you learn in these things. So um, to be able to sit down and watch this movie and kind of learn exactly what they are all about, um, mm -hmm. really great, really informative. Um, also, he produced and wrote and directed uh, Illuminated, which is the true story of the Illuminati. Uh, you know, I know masonry get, gets mixed up a lot in pop culture, um, with the Illuminati, and this kind of just sets the record straight. What the Illuminati really was, um, if it still is relevant, you know, if they're still active today, and kind of separates Masonry from, uh, but also connects in some ways too, um, and shows that it wasn't a sinister organization, um, and where the mix-up and disconnect was and all that. So, um, two really great movies. Really excited to have him on. Where we're, we have a uh, interview scheduled with him in the next couple weeks. So uh, that'd be a great topic. Awesome. Awesome. We also have uh, Worshipful Brother Michael Chevallo, and uh, he is the, I believe he's still the master of um, Daylight Lodge in Las Vegas, Nevada. He is also uh, very well known in the MMA world and UFC. He is an announcer uh, with the UFC. Um, he's written several books, and one of them is called Know Thyself, which uh, I've referenced on the show before because I read the book. Yep. I got it from Grand Lodge, and uh, it's doing the rounds now with us here <laughs> because uh, he, uh, Brother Sprott has been able to secure him for an interview with us and to talk about his book and, and some of the work that he does. Um, it should be a really great topic to, to sit down with. Yeah, him. yeah, definitely. So, and, and I'll add, uh, so we got some great interviews coming up, but um, also add that uh, I saw the coffee mugs. Oh, right. Yeah, we got some new swag again. Yeah, new swag at the hey, first three hey. knocks. We'll have to take a picture. Hold on. I'm going to take a picture for Instagram here. <laughs> of course, Gino's wearing his first three knocks t shirt, and now the first three knocks uh, mug is available. So uh, you can find that on our website and, and reach out to us at the first three knocks. I believe we have uh, some pins coming too. Yeah, you want to yeah, tell us a little got, bit about we got that? Some swag coming. Yeah, we uh, have a new sponsor for the show. Uh, obviously, it uh, takes some money to run this program here, so we have a new sponsor uh, called the Traveling Ambassador. A uh, lot, lot going around on social media about them. Great company. They're a pin manufacturer, um, and they also have the 357 Club, which is a pin club. Um, and uh, they were kind enough to offer us some pins, some uh, F3K pins, first three awesome. Knox pins. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Production time is about four weeks. But, uh, yep, we'll have those uh, hopefully available to shortly soon. Well, there you have it. we got a lot on the go, and uh, it's exciting to be back in the studio again. So uh, 
with that, we'll wrap it up for, for one other thing I wanted to mention too. We, uh, you can subscribe to our email list. Now, if you go to our uh, Facebook or website, you can subscribe to our emails. We have a news bulletin that's going to be coming yeah. out, uh, with a, you know, a lot of updates, a little recap of what we've been doing as well as, uh, upcoming, uh, shows as well. So, uh, if you're interested, sign up for our, our e-blast as well or our news bulletins. And we got that on Instagram and all the other social media platforms. Yep. Right? It's yep, yep. It all out there. Awesome. That's great. Well, guys, like I said, it's great to be back. Good to be back. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The First Three Knocks. Happy to meet. Sorry to part. Happy to meet again.